any Great. moment. It's my fault. No. I almost sabotaged the whole thing and put the kibosh on it. Because it did oh, it was man. it was so it was so fleeting. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, Shannon's Success Stories. That's right, your success stories, baby. Yep. Here we go. They're awesome. You're going to love them. All right. The sun has not been shining all morning in the moment that we sit down to to record a podcast. podcast. The sun comes out. Scorched here. Yes. Hey, everyone. It is the follow-up episode to your unbelievably nutty thing that you did last weekend yes oh my what did you do last weekend to catch people up who might have missed yeah so for those of you that didn't hear the last episode uh, last saturday i did a tough mutter up in seattle which is a 15k obstacle course race in the mud and lots of scary weird hard strange obstacles yes along the way in the 15k there are 25 obstacles and some of the obstacles are 30 40 feet in the air you're climbing through mud and barbed wire and electrical shocks and yes things that are normally um not allowed by the <laughs> government when you're trying to get information people pay money to go do these things at a at an obstacle course race called the tough mutter right so so i've been doing these for a few years now and every year I try to do something to push myself yes. a little bit. So the first year just did the regular one. Yep. Second year, same thing, just a little faster. Last year I did um, a tougher mutter, which means that you're first on the course, so it's timed. And we did it a little bit faster yep. last year. Um, and then last year after the Tough Mudder was over and they were starting to sell tickets for this year's Tough Mudder, they added a new element called Infinity. Infinity. Which means that you have eight hours to do as many times around the course as possible. And you have to start with a 15K and then you have the option to do more 15Ks or 5Ks. And so my goal last year when I signed up, I was so excited to like do something new. My goal was to do 20K, which is around 12, 13 miles or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Around 12 miles. And so I was really excited about the prospect of trying something new. And over the course of the year, as I talked with my cousin uh, who was going to be doing it with me, he said, well, let's not worry about distance. Let's just go the full amount of time. And at the time, I didn't know it was actually eight hours. And I was like, ay, 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 eight hours? How am I going to do this for eight hours? How's that go again? Ay, ay, ay. I'm grabbing okay. my face in case you didn't know. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Yes. And, um, Multicultural podcast. <clears throat> yeah. So, so I had to, so I got my mind wrapped around that and then found out um, towards the end of the summer that he wasn't going to be able to do it with me. And then I had to wrap my mind around doing this on my own. Yes. But by this time now, I've already in my mind decided, well, I really should like try to do 30k instead of 20k why i don't know but i really thought i should so twice around the 15 15k course yes so 15k 25 obstacles times two is 50 50 obstacles and and actually this year there was 30 obstacles if you look at the map okay 60 obstacles yes and about 18 miles 
Yeah. 30K, 17 and a half, 18 miles, somewhere in there. Yes. So I was I was pretty stressed out uh, before we left on Friday. You should listen to the previous podcast. Yeah. You'll get a taste of what yes. she was feeling. Um, there were so many things going through my mind of all of the what ifs. like The self-doubts. What, yes. What if nobody wants to help me up? through some of these obstacles because you have to have help. Well, if you're like me, you have to have help on some of the obstacles. I just don't have the body strength to, to climb up on certain things. And, um, anyway, and I always feel nervous, even when I'm with family going to do one of these, uh, it's just new and exciting and nerves and it's probably a lot of excitement. I don't know, but anyway, so we get there early Saturday morning, like, earlier than we needed to be because I didn't want to miss the starting gate because they said, if you're not at the starting gate right at 730, you'll be disqualified and you won't be able to go. Well, I was there in plenty of time and then they didn't even start until 745 or 750. We were there at 615, everybody. (laughs) But Gate didn't open until seven. But I felt really, I was the first one in the gate. I yes, felt good. Was. I figured out where everything needed <laughs> yes, to go. And that was helpful for me. That got me settled down. It did. It calmed your heart. Once you knew how everything was working, yes. then you could be present for the race. Yes. Once you get through the logistics. Yes. Would your marriage benefit from having one-on-one time with Paul and I? How about spending seven days with us learning how to apply all the tools you've heard about on the Secure Marriage Podcast to your own marriage? Better yet, how about doing all of that in a warm, sunny, stunningly beautiful part of the world? You're invited to be one of only seven couples to join us on our first ever marriage cruise in February 2023. We'll be sailing out of Los Angeles for the tropical waters of Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, and Mazatlan, Mexico. While on the cruise, you'll get to stay in your own spacious balcony cabin aboard the beautiful Navigator of the Seas by Royal Caribbean. You'll also enjoy delicious food, stunning entertainment, and plenty of free time to get reacquainted with your spouse. If you want a memorable way to make your marriage better, go to Secure Marriage com forward slash cruise and submit your application. Time's running out and we only have space for a few more couples. So don't delay. While on the crew, while on the crew, why can't I say that word? Cruise. <laughs> while on the cruise, boy, cruise. cruise, time's running out and we only have space. F- So the race starts and I take off on my own. Well, I met a gal there and um, who's from Portland area. So we talked for a few minutes and she said I was welcome to join her group. And But they ran and I ran for about five seconds and then I had to walk because that's about all I got in me. Just that's because. All you do. Yes. So anyway, everybody in this first wave of infinity people, they all take off and they all pass me by and I'm kind of like the last one, which is just fine by me because I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to one foot in front of the other and just go and see what happens. And I hear this breathing behind me and I was like, hey, someone's kind of in the same boat as I am. I turn around and this gentleman named Phil. And so he was had some breathing issues too. And I said, hey, well, I'll be happy to be your partner, your buddy, Tough Mudder mm-hmm. buddy, until you feel like you need to just keep going. And he said, all right. So we hung out and we pretty much did the whole, the first, whole first, one. first one together. And it was wonderful having that support. But the wonderful, the, the amazing thing about it was, and I appreciated this so much, was um, he let me set the pace. Yeah. 
he let me just kind of as if it was my thing and he was just there for the ride, which was really good yeah. for me yeah. because I was able to really, it wasn't like I was being slowed down or going too fast or anything. It was all really just what I was capable of doing. Yeah. And so going through that first time with him was fantastic because it took a lot of the edge off, like, how am I going to do this? And who's going to help me and get over these obstacles and all that kind of stuff. So we get through the first one and I'm pretty tired. And Paul's going, you're looking pretty ragged. And I was. Mm-hmm. But and you finished the first 15K yes. in oh, just over. No, in three hours flat. In three hours. In three hours flat, 40 minutes, almost 40 minutes faster than I had the year before. So I was so tickled about that. Just absolutely so tickled. And and I'm still just blown away. I'm so stunned that I was able to do that. I don't, I I still am not quite sure how, Mm -hmm. but I'm learning that I am Mm -hmm. so much more capable than I ever give myself credit for. And I have started to give myself credit yeah. for a lot of yeah. things that I'm learning that I'm capable of. But yeah. even still, it's just like just blown away. How's it go? Blown away. Okay. So anyway, get through the first one. We I go to the backdrop to to grab a snack and get a little drink some electrolytes and just kind of refuel up a little bit. And Paul says to me, okay, where do you want me to meet you? Are you going to do a 5K after this or are you going to do another 15K? Because yes. If, if you decide to go the shorter route and I'm waiting for you on the longer route, we'll miss each other. Right. And I don't remember what I actually told you. You said when you get to that decision point, you'll make that decision and you'll you'll let me know. And we looked okay. at the course and I found a spot where no matter which decision you made, I'd be able to find you. Right. So we were going to be able to track you that way. But the minute you took off for the second round, and you're going, I don't know if I'm doing a 5K or 15K. I knew at that moment, you're going to do a 15K. There's no way in the world you're going to stop at just another 5K. You want the 30K more than anything. Right. So I didn't even bother going to that spot where it could have been either one. Either one. I went to the long one because I knew that that's where you're going to be That's where I would be. And it's so interesting because when I got to that split where I could go 5K or the 15K, I was like, I didn't even hesitate. I just kept going right through the 15K split. Right, yeah. Yep. And probably, I would say probably um, maybe five or 10 minutes, probably 10 minutes into after that split, it dawned on me the decision that I had just made. I was giddy. I started to giggle because I was so excited, like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually doing this. And almost instantaneously, those giggles turned into tears of hysterics and hyperventilating. (laughs) And like if anybody had been running past me, they would have thought that I was like something was wrong with me, that I needed a medic. But when I get overwhelmed with emotion, that's yeah. just what happens yeah. to me. And I had to, to like just shut my mind off as fast as I could so I could get my breath back so I could just keep moving. Yeah. And that was a little frustrating to me because I really wanted to enjoy the idea of what was coming up that I was actually doing this. And I couldn't. I had to focus on where I was at, what I was doing in the moment so that I could get to the end. Otherwise, I would have had a complete meltdown and not been able to finish. And that probably happened four or five times to me between there and getting to the finish line because I just 
I would get so excited with myself that I was actually doing something that I didn't know if I was actually going to be able to do or not. You were doing the second one. Phil had left and yes. had gone on. He was doing a second one as well, but he left a few you minutes guys split. Me. And yes. so you're doing the second 15K on fully, your own now. Fully on my own. Yep. Fully on my own. Yes. And so... Um, There's a psychological piece of having to keep yourself one foot in front of the other. Yes. Someone else isn't motivating you. Someone else isn't pushing you. You are pushing yourself. Right. And in those moments, I can remember a few different moments where it was like a wave of tired would hit me. So now it's not early morning where it's cool and a nice cool breeze to keep you cool. It's midday. It's midday and it's sunny and it's hot. I don't sweat a whole lot. I do now a little bit more than I ever did before, but... So it's real easy for me to get overheated. And plus, you know, I'm already, you know, four or five hours in and feeling pretty tired and coming up on on this like monster hill that you have to go Mm -hmm. up. And there were several times where my body just wanted to stop. I just wanted to stop and take a rest. And I knew that I couldn't do that. I mean, I could have, but getting started again would have been pretty difficult. And I just had to tell myself, your body is momentarily tired. You will be fine. Just keep moving forward. One step, one step. And um, that's what I did. It was just really amazing to me that overcome those mental things that would get in the way and even some of the physical stuff. I was exhausted. There's yeah. no doubt that I was absolutely exhausted and I still had more to give. Yeah. So you make it through the first 10K of the second 15K and that's where I'm waiting to see you. And I can remember you walking around the corner and it's like, oh my gosh, here she is. She right. is doing it. The joy I had, the amount of pride I had in you, it was like... Man, I'm married to the coolest, toughest, amazingest (laughs) woman out there. And I watch you do the obstacles and I watch you. You were slowing down, but you were not stopping. In fact, you were walking faster than I could keep up. You were still. I do remember you you saying that to me. And because I could see the determination in your face, which says nothing's going to stop me now. I am going to get to the end of this. Right. And no matter what. And not only that, I don't know what shifted in my mind, but I decided somewhere it was like I didn't want to finish slow. Hmm. I wanted to finish strong. And so even when you saw me at the end and you were walking with me and you were kind of going slower than me and and I could have easily just strolled along with you because there's the finish line. I've got still got three more hours left to finish and I didn't slow down. It Mm -hmm. was like, no, I, I am finishing this as strong as absolutely possible. And the last obstacle is called electroshock therapy, electroshock therapy. And it is 30 feet long of this corridor of hundreds of little electrical wires hanging down that you have to walk through and they are zapping you with electricity and you can hear them going pop, 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 pop. You can also hear me going out, out, out. And I can remember you just tightened up your muscles and you just barreled grit, through. Grit through it. Yeah. It was awesome to watch. And you got through there and you yelled. And then the finish line is right there. And I ran to the finish line. And then 
And then I melted down. Burst then I, into tears. Then I giggled myself into hysterics. <laughs> we will have that audio put into this episode so that you can hear that, dear listener, because it's fun to hear her mindset. It's fun to hear where her heart's at. We've got a couple of uh, video clips and audio clips we'll put in here so you guys can hear yeah. um, her state of mind at the at the end of this. Right there, right there, 30K, oh my love. Good for you. Oh, you're soaking wet. Hey honey, how do you feel? I don't know right now. Um, I think I feel good, but I'm crying, so I don't know. <laughs> yes, you are, because you're amazing. You are absolutely amazing. 30K, six hours, first time by herself. She is just unbelievable. Here's something that is interesting to me, and I haven't even shared this with you. We really haven't had a chance to talk about this or anything. But there was one moment on the course, though, that I almost questioned my ability Hmm. to do this. And it wasn't because of me. It was Mm -hmm. actually because of you. Did you know that? Shoot. Okay. Explain, Lucy. So um, to one of one of the first or second obstacles as you come around the course, so mm-hmm. on my second lap mm-hmm. through, is something called Devil's Beard. And it's this big, huge... Cargo net. Cargo net. That's, they have to crawl under. Yes, that's staked down at the sides. It's huge and it's heavy. Yeah. So you can either try to crawl on your hands and knees underneath it, yeah. which is not easy because you there's you know, nothing to up, lift yeah. it up. So the the best way to get through it is to go butt first, standing up backwards, bent over and using your arms flapping like a chicken, kind of lifting the, well, if you could see me now, it'd <laughs> She's be flapping like a chicken, <laughs> um, lifting the, the um, cargo, cargo net, net up over, over you yeah, as you walk back, as you it. walk backwards through it. Okay. I remember that. And being in that position was really painful yeah. on my back after, yeah. you know, 10 miles already or somewhere like that. My back was pretty tired. And because of the strenuousness of it, it made my heart rate go Mm. up, which made me have a harder time breathing. So you were hearing that. But it's just all part of the course. And I knew as soon as I got through it, I'd be standing upright again. I'd be able to breathe again. But when I came out, you pulled me aside and said, I'm very worried about you right now. Yes. And because of the state that I was in, yes. it gave me pause for a moment. Like, does he see something that I don't see? It made me question myself for about a half a second of like, maybe I can't do this. Mm. And I was like, wait, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. That was just hard. Yeah. I'm breathing. I'm okay. Yeah. And I don't know whether you believed me or not. And I, d- I don't remember anything more of the conversation except for that. I was just thinking, I got to keep going. Mm. I got to keep moving. I don't want to stop. If I stop, maybe then really I won't be able to do it. Mm. And it was just that momentary second. It didn't last longer than that. I didn't think about it again the whole rest of the way. I was just on my way doing what I needed to do. But afterwards, I've had this time to just kind of think about the whole process. I thought, well, that's really fascinating. My husband's care for me, which was, and you have every right to be worried about me because you have seen me in moments where I probably look like that and I wasn't doing well. Right. But I just thought it was fascinating that mm. someone's care for you could actually affect your own 
belief in yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? It very does. It is very easy for someone to speak a reality into your life, even if it's motivated by care or concern. Yeah. But you heard the, honey, I want you to take it easy. Honey, I'm not sure you can do this. Honey, yes. I'm concerned of your ability. You heard the doubt in my yes, voice. Yes, I did. And those things tend to stick, which is the power of, you can use that power for good or for evil. There's a lot of times when husbands or wives will say something that questions someone else and it causes doubts, or you can put encouragement in. I know you can do this. I know that you're capable and competent of this. And that sticks in the same way as the negative stuff does. So it's got to be really, really careful on how you use language and what your internal opinion is or assessment is of your spouse. Because you have a negative bent towards your spouse. Right then you're going to probably speak more negative into their life. You're going to have a positive bent towards them. You're going to see the positive and you're going to encourage them. You're going to push them appropriately to excel and to grow and to change. Right. This is where we use the language, the difference between a curse and a blessing. Yeah. In that moment, I kind of cursed you. I said something verbally and it started to create something physical in your life. Right. I... I'm always careful that I'm trying to speak as many blessings into your life, which is verbal, speaking something verbally and putting something positive physically into your life. Right. And just so you guys all know, that was the one, just one tiny moment. my fault. No. I almost sabotaged the whole thing and put the kibosh on it. Because it it was, it was so, it was so fleeting. But I just think that was interesting. Yeah, but I, I have to say, my husband is just the most amazing support. Just to come and stand around for six or seven or eight or nine hours, however many hours it was going to take me to do that, be there to take pictures. He got people to cheer for me as I came past one obstacle. Yeah. So that was just so fun. So to have a husband who's there and willing to support me in something that you can't necessarily do. Yeah. But to be there for me, that to me is amazing. So I want everyone to know who's listening to this podcast right now that if you could see us, we're actually videotaping it. It's on YouTube shorts and everything. So if you actually want to follow us, Secure Marriage on YouTube, you can watch some of these shorts. But she is in her full regalia right now. <laughs> Look, see, I've got she's my She's got her oh, metal? finisher medal on. She's got a headband which on. Which I'm take off because it's heavy. Which says Tough Mudder Infinity and a little metal clip that goes on the tough, yes, on the on the headband that there. That says 30K. 30K. Oh, and by and the, the way. T-shirt. Oh, yes, I'm wearing my Tough Mudder Seattle t-shirt. Because she likes the swag and the tchotchkes. I do. That's why I do. she does it. So just to finish this off, yes, I did finish. I did 30K. Yes, you did. My second 15K around took me three hours and 11 minutes. Yep. So my pace was pretty much the same for both both, both of them. Yep. I will say that because I had um, um, hit my head when I came out of one of the obstacles yep. in the water, hit it on the ground, that I opted to not do probably- Some of the bigger obstacles. The, probably one of the biggest obstacles yeah. on there, which is called uh, Mudderhorn. And that's a 30 foot high A-frame cargo net yeah. that uh, you climb up to the top and climb down. And and I just, I was a little worried. Safety reasons, you opted out. Yes, you were just, yes. You practiced discretion. Good I did. Um, so that would have probably taken up another five yeah. or six or seven yeah. minutes to do that. But anyway, so just unbelievably amazing, amazing time of learning about that I could do something. So 
I had eight hours to complete as mm -hmm. much as I could. I finished in six hours and 20 minutes or mm -hmm. by the time I, you know, got yep. there. I had time to do another 5K. Yep, and done. I look back now and I go, why didn't I try? I had plenty of time. But I'm also not in the physical and emotional state that I was in then where I was absolutely thrilled with what yep. I had done and pretty much on empty. My yep. tank was empty. You were gassed for sure. I was. And I forget too that I had hit my head. So I probably, it was probably wise that I didn't do another one. So we, we drove home. I'm going to tell a little bit more about the story because there's a little bit more that comes along. There is. Yes. Which okay. I, I haven't even had a chance to talk to you about this. So, um, after you finish a Tough Mudder, they usually give you a coupon code so that you can sign up for the next one. And, um, I was hoping that they'd have one here in Portland this year. There's nothing on the calendar yet. So, uh, I'm looking at next year's Seattle Tough Mudder, and I really want to get signed up. But all I see on their list is a 5K, a 10K, and a 15K. Now that I've done 30K, I'm looking at a 15K going, it's not enough. Hmm. I, I can, I've done that. Mm -hmm. I, I want to do more. How am I going to, what am I going to do? What am I going to sign up? There was no infinity. The next option is a toughest mutter, and that's a 12-hour overnight. And I'm not going to do that because I've got bad vision, night vision, and I, even with a lamp, headlamp that they require you to do, uh, I wouldn't be able to see worth a hill of beans. And I'm afraid of the dark, so yeah. that's, you know. That's the thing. It doesn't matter what kind of prizes I could win or <laughs> what headbands or medals. It's not going to happen. not worth the boogeyman. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, there was a few times in the forest while on during the daytime when I was by myself that I heard noises. And I was like, eh, but I'm used to that from our, our okay. trails. But anyway, I went through this period of. First of all, I was exhausted afterwards, so I really wasn't thinking about wanting to do any Tough Mudders. And the next day I was like, okay, I'm I'm ready to think about it because I'm going to want to do this next year. Then I see that my only option is a 15K and I'm thinking, I'm so disappointed because I want to do more. Mm -hmm. I want to push myself. That's the whole thing that I love mm -hmm. about this is being able to push myself. I actually was in tears that mm. I was like well, is it worth it just to go up to Seattle just to do a 15K? Yeah. In the past, it's been worth it, but is it worth it now? Yeah. And then I thought, all right, well, what if I sign up for the 15K on Saturday and then a 5K on Saturday and then do a 15 or a 10K on Sunday? Then I've kind of grouped it all together Yeah. so that at least I'm. it's something new. It's something mm -hmm. I've never done before, never done two days in a row. So I had that option in my mind, but boy, I was just really disappointed. I've, I've just accomplished this great thing. I want to do that and more, and I don't have the opportunity next year. So now I'm looking at, at Spartan races and all these other things, trying to figure out how I can push myself for next year. She's going to jump out of an airplane pretty soon. Oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Not going to happen. I have an idea. We haven't talked about this yet. Well, okay. What's your idea? Keep so, going. So here's my... So I went ahead and signed up for the 15K because my coupon code expired mm -hmm. yesterday and mm -hmm. I went ahead and signed up yesterday. And as I signed up and it took me after I got it all finished, it took me to another page that showed what the races were and knew as of that moment, I had not seen it before in all my looking, it showed the infinity coming soon Ooh. for Seattle. So I'm a, so, so then my next thing was like, Oh no, I already signed up for the 15 K. So I've already sent an email saying, yep. can I transfer my 15 K yep. to the infinity? Because yeah. next year I want to do more. Yes. 
I'm already I'm already excited to to start planning and to start building up uh, my upper body strength yep. and doing things that's going to get me even farther next year. Yep. Now, whether what this is how it was last year, I started out the year going, I'm going to work on my upper body strength. By the end of this year, yeah, uh, my upper body strength hadn't changed and and I still did amazing. So yeah. anyway, but what's your idea? What's my idea? Yes. I would not be surprised if there are people listening to this right now who are going, if Shannon can do this, I want to push myself in some way similar to this. And if they happen to live in the Pacific Northwest somewhere, Portland, Seattle, Eugene, British Columbia, anywhere in this general region, if you had some people who wanted to do it with you and you could take them through their first Tough mutter ever, and they don't have to do 40K with you, right. but they could do 15K with you. And you could put together a group of men and women who wanted to push themselves and grow. Couples who wanted to do this together. Oh, that would be fun. Would you love to have some company next year? I think that would be great. One caveat to that. I love that idea. Absolutely okay. love that. But there is a part of me that goes, then I can't push myself to do to see what I can do. Um, I would be totally open to doing, if they have the infinity on Saturday and then on Sunday, doing one. doing one with a group of people. So then let's put it this way. We don't know what format or structure it's gonna look like, but we are gonna put out an invitation that if you would like to go to Seattle next September with Shannon and I and do the Tough mutter together, there's no extra fees. We're not there's there isn't a secure marriage workshop connect. It's no. just you you'll have to register for the Tough Mudder on your own and but we'll put join together my a team. team. We'll put a team, you can join the Shannon team. Shannon will put together some swag, little t-shirts that have, you know, her team names or a secure marriage team, whatever it is. I don't know. If you want to just do this, you're going, yeah, that sounds fun. I would love to do this. Um, I want you to email my wife, Shannon at securemarriage.com. And this is open to everybody. Um, and again, this is going to be for those people who physically are able to do this, who want to challenge themselves, who want to kind of grow in this area, but you would love to have some support yeah. with you That'd be awesome. so that you're not doing it by yourself. That could be a great, that could even be a great challenge for me to be able to do two yeah. in a row or something. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so that's out there. That. We just came up with that right now. Yeah. We'd love to have everyone be part of that. And, and really, truly, the biggest thing, you don't have to be in 100% athletic no. condition. You I'm, weren't when you started. No, I wasn't. And as a matter of fact, this year, I'm 20 pounds more than I was last year when I did yeah. the Tough Mudder. And I did double what I did last year. And faster. So, and faster. So there is some training that I did. Yep. I did a lot of hiking. Yep. Um, but Shannon will put together, a, if we know early on, and then she'll give you some, here's how to start training so that you're prepared and everyone can support each other. Yeah. That's the thing that's the most enjoyable about Tough Mudders is when you get to support people who are struggling yeah. or all of that stuff. It is a, it's a wonderful experience. Yes, and it is. It's amazing. To try it out with yeah. us. Okay. Or if you're in the local area and you want to do any practice. Any of the other mud runs. Mud, mud runs. There's a lot of them around yeah. here um, in the Portland area that She's are that are 5Ks, yeah. 10Ks. So Come do and, it with us. And in case you don't know mileage-wise, a 5K is about three miles, a 10K is six, and, an, and a 15K is around nine. Yep. 
So um, yep. we would love to get to spend time with yeah. uh, you, dear listeners. Again, if you're in the Portland Northwest area, if you're somewhere else, you could come we, too. you could if you want. But we understand if you don't. But for those who are local, we'd love to get to know you. We'd love to invest into your marriages while getting dirty and getting muddy in some way and just, you know, have some good time together. So not a lot of marriage stuff in this podcast except the fact that i get to celebrate you that you are an unbelievably amazing wife and i'm so proud of you i'm so proud of you thank you i i am still processing it all i'm just okay so here's the last marriage piece i changed my mind we gotta put one little marriage piece in when your wife does something that she's really proud of she's gonna verbally process for about a week Okay, so it just comes in waves and she'll just start talking about how good she's done and what she's thinking about and how hard it was. And and I know that it's coming and I simply sit back and I let her talk and I let her process and I ask questions because I know that she's working through how she's viewing herself. This isn't about a mud run anymore. It is about how she is um, evaluating her internal state, how yes. her, her identity. And I want to see her have a wonderful self-identity. So oh, that um, makes me teary. Oh, <laughs> Just be aware, guys. If your wife's doing something amazing, she's probably going to want to talk about it. And that's okay. Yep. Okay? That's it. That's the last marriage piece. Yeah. You can go dab your eyes now. I can go dab my eyes now. Thoughts or feelings for, again, dear listeners, as you're processing some of this, email us. Actually, email Shannon because she'd love to talk to you about it too. And we'll kind of share the burden in there. But uh, Shannon at securemarriage.com. If you have questions, if you want to hear more, we'd love to kind of share our experiences here. And she would love to tell you all about it. And we'd love to see how we can support you in your relationship. Yeah. That's it? I think so. I could talk about all the different obstacles that I did. Nope. We're done. <laughs> We're done. We're out. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see Alrighty. you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.